there. Welcome to the Jasmine Star Show. No, I'm not your host. My name is Daniel, a software developer here at Social Curator, which basically means I type at a keyboard all day. But now I can add a new skill to my resume. Podcaster. I'm here today to share with you an awesome Q&A Jasmine did after her live class last month. How to plan, create, and execute a month of social media posts in one day. I loved listening to Jasmine help business owners all over the world and in all different industries, and I think you're going to love it too. Let's listen in. Erin, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Hi. What is your question, Doll? My question is, do you pre-schedule your posts on all social media platforms? Like, I always feel like I'm repeating myself on Instagram and Facebook and, you know, Twitter and everything. And then, like, is it all the same day and kind of not to throw it all in, but where does video throw? show up too. Okay. So on the inside of social curator, we're big practitioners and we advocate staggering the content because studies have shown that users, what they call platform hop, they'll be on Instagram for like 20 or 30 minutes. And they're like, okay, maybe I'll hop over to LinkedIn or maybe I'll hop over to Facebook, whatever their secondary platform is. And if you're posting all at the same time, so let's say I follow your account and I'm on Instagram and Oh, I like your photo. And then I hop over to Facebook and because I follow you there, I'm going to see the same content. I am less likely to engage with the content on Facebook if I've already engaged with it on Instagram. So what we want to do is stagger. We want to start off with your, what we call your primary platform. This is where most of your social media involvement is going to be. And then you denote time later to say, it's going to go on Facebook here and it will go on Twitter here and it will go on LinkedIn here. That takes a little bit of time and strategy, but what we really focus on is build the system. Once you build your social curator system of staggering the content, then all of a sudden scheduling, it becomes very easy. Tuesday morning, I post this on Instagram. And then the following Tuesday at 12 o'clock, I post it on Facebook. All of a sudden it just comes part of your plan. Now, where does video fit? The good thing about Social Curator is that I am very first a practitioner. The team and I put out videos and then we test them and we say, oh, this is what's really happening. Then we build our marketing strategies around that to teach business owners. What I can say is different video performs a little bit different. So we make sure that our videos are edited in a horizontal way for Facebook and a vertical way for Instagram. So if I post the vertical video, let's just say an IGTV on Tuesday, I'm going to be posting that video on Facebook horizontally the following Tuesday, four hours later, and then the following day posted on YouTube. Now, I know that this sounds like, oh, it must be calculus. No, it took us a while to build out the framework. And now we just follow the framework. A lot of times people not, might, might be able to create a month of content at once. But Aaron, if you create a, a week of content, and you say, okay, I'm going to create a week of content. Great. Then the following week, you have all of your Facebook content or whatever your secondary platform yeah. already done. We're already there. And then you go back to you create one week at a time and then stagger it for your other platforms. It's just the system that you're creating. So do you use an app for that? Or is it that you're just hitting like every time? Okay. So, we are, so we're, we're huge advocates for planning. And this is why we're all about this. Some people will say, Jasmine, if I don't schedule the post, it will never be posted because my life and my business are so crazy. And to that, we say, heck yes, we 100% want people planning and scheduling if that's what you need for your business. We also know that you can plan your content, but going in and posting at real time, when you post at real time, there's a higher likelihood of you engaging with the comments that you get rather quickly. And the algorithm looks favorably at that. 
So even okay. if you schedule it, we encourage people to like, have a reminder, like go back to those posts because when people know that you are engaging back to them, there's a higher likelihood of them engaging with you again in the future. So you just think what's best for your business and then, but there's not a right or wrong. Erin, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. I hope to see you on the inside of Social Curator. Okay, the next person is, I believe I'm gonna botch your name. Is it Rochelle? Oh my goodness, you got it right. That never hey, happened. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm happy you're here, y'all. What's your question? Um, my question is, I am an artist, but I do murals. And with COVID, I, all, most of my murals and contracts have been canceled. And so I feel like I don't have any new content to post of my products. So what would you recommend like in those slower seasons uh, when I'm posting about my business, like, do I just repost old murals? Do I, like, how would you recommend, like, getting more talking about my business without content for it? Um, my question first, uh, clarifying question, is when we were pre-COVID and you were doing your mur murals, how often were you posting your mural work? So funny, thank you God story is I launched my mural business about six weeks before COVID. And so... <laughs> Yeah, I quit like my big business job to pursue art and then COVID happened. And so I had only done a couple, probably five murals and I was posting them like behind the scenes during the project, after the project. And I saved photos, but now that we're six months in, I feel like I've just used up most of that content and I'll get a new project in like maybe once a month, but that's only like one project a month where before COVID I was getting four or five projects a month. Got it. Okay. So I'm a firm believer of number one, we're going to go back to that Simon Sinek quote because he's way smarter than me. And that is people don't buy what you sell, AKA murals. They buy why you do it. Why did you leave your corporate job? I would dedicate one of my categories to talk about why you left the thing that you did. And that, my friend, could be go to the quick win, take a selfie. I just think that you have like cute style. You have clear glasses, you have like a very flashy headband, you have a messy bun. That right there is enough for you to do a selfie and say, this is why I left. And then I'm also, y'all are gonna hear me give advice that is just scrappy as all get out. You might hate it, but it's the best that I have. If we want people to see us work continuously and we do not have clients or commissions, then we have to become the client we desire. This will come at a cost to you, both time and monetarily, when you decide that you are going to create your own dang canvas. Is that if you have a wall in your house, if you have a wall in your backyard, if you have a friend that is willing for you to create murals that come at a cost because we know paint ain't free and we know your time <laughs> yeah. ain't free. But let me tell you that right now, the people who create with nothing will be the only people standing in 2021. You did okay. not quit your job to quit life right now. So you can, and you might say, Jasmine, I don't have a wall. My family don't have a wall. My friends don't have a wall. Then I say, baby, you need to call the YMCA. You need to call the city. You need to call a church. You need to say, I have a skill and I need a wall. You give me a wall and in exchange, I do this. And as your social following gets bigger, not only will your resources, your skill become the marketable asset, your followers will. People are going to follow Rochelle. Be like, oh, what is she working on now? Oh, she's doing a bar. And the next week she's doing a church. What is she doing right now, girlfriend? probably for the next six to eight months, 
you will be getting small trickles of commission that will sweet baby Jesus connect the dots. You will probably not be investing in your 401k for a minute. <laughs> you will be able to, number one, do what you love. Number two, showcase why you do what you do. Number three, get better without expectation and create the portfolio that a previous clientele could possibly shackle you to because your business is so early that you could have been. We could say, thank you, God, that I didn't have a line of 20 clients who want me to paint like the Sistine Chapel in their dining room, two hands touching, and you're like, this is killing me slowly. Thank you, God, that you can build a portfolio by saying, you get this for free, my creativity, I lead the way. You build out a portfolio that will ultimately attract the customer you get in the future. So we say, thank you, COVID. Now your objective is how much can you afford to create? Not mm -hmm. We do that. And then all you have to do is reach out, DM people and say, can I, can I pay in a mural? And I know that's not the advice you want to hear, but it's advice that works. No, I appreciate it. Cause I was like, I just refuse to like give up because of timing. Cause I was like, nope, it was put on my heart to do yeah. this business. So I'm not just going to stop. So yep. I just got to figure out how to get through it. And, and you know, I'm just scrappy. I'm just scrappy because if at mm -hmm. some point you decide, okay, I have enough in savings. And if I get one commission a month, I have what we call in like um, the investment world runway. You're mm -hmm. like, I can do this for three months. I think I can handle this for three months. And all of a sudden at month two and a half, if it has not worked out, I would still get strappy. I wouldn't go back to corporate. I would reach out to people and say, can you front me an investment? Mm -hmm. Can you give 30 or $40? And in eight months, if I haven't taken it off yet, I'm gonna get a job and you'll be the first person I pay back. You just need money for paint. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I hope to see you on the inside of Social Curator. Thanks, Doc. Yes. Uh, we're gonna go into Casey. Love it. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I have done um, a webinar of yours. It's been maybe a year or two and I, and I don't recall what it was, but I just have to say that tonight was just like blew my expectations away. So oh. thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. So you talked a lot about topics and you talked about your photo topics and yeah. I was listening to a podcast today and we were, and what I was hearing was just how, and I feel like this, you know, I post I feel like I'm posting the same things over and over. Like, I feel like my content is stale, even though I definitely have some topics, but what they had shared on the podcast is, you know, there's this idea that you have this topic and there's so many different ways to share it. So like you yep. have your why, but you have different ways to share it. And so, you know, what does that look like? So I, you know, right now in the chat, can we rally around Casey's question? Because when Casey says, I, it feels like I'm repeating stuff and it feels like it's stale, your heart knows the truth. And Casey, I don't know your content and I'm actually not going to look at your content because if you feel like it's stale, it is. That's what we know. We're entrepreneurs or we're yeah. building personal brands. We know the truth before anybody else sees it. Cause I can look at this and be like, Casey, this is amazing. But if you're like, the thing I want people to remember is that what got you here won't get you there. So the thing that you have to share can stay the same, but the way that you share it can change. And this is why I was so excited for Instagram reels to come out. Now I understand that a lot of people had a feeling like one more thing for me to do. Like I don't need another thing for me to do. It feels so heavy. And what I decided to do is instead of having reels feel heavy, I decided to say, Jasmine, this is an opportunity to say the same dang thing a slightly different way. And every month, so we went through, and I'm going to be telling you, Reels has been out I, I'm not even a month quite yet. 
just about the month frame. I've spent the past month doubling down, just trying new stuff. What works? Some have totally tanked. If y'all are interested, you can go to my Instagram account and look at the reels and you could look the ones that just sucked and then the ones that did really well. And then what we decided to do is we started testing reels in promotion of this event. I have gone through inception. I've gone through iteration. I've gone through, whoa, don't do that again. And now I am testing the sales mechanisms. Tomorrow you will see me post a reel talking about planning social content and having people make a decision. Same thing, a slightly different way. So what we do is we test, we systematize, and then that's what we teach. So this month on the Inside of Social Curator, you're having a clear 30-day action plan just to freaking prove to yourself that you want it. I'm, I'll be straight out. People come in the first month of Social Curator and some people are just like, I can't. And I'm like, that's okay. Well, number one, go at your own pace, or number two, Maybe there's somebody else who just wants it more. Because if you show me your hours in your day, I can show you what, what is possible. Even if you have seven minutes, seven minutes with a strategy is better than seven minutes of scroll. So this month, do you have seven minutes? What can you do every single day in seven minutes in the group? And then next month, our whole issue is dedicated to the strategy of using reels for marketing. Not reels to be fun or cute or like give you another thing to do. It's how are you using it for your business? So that is what's coming up next month. So we're all very strategic about what we do, period. And then I'm going to close it with this. Whenever you feel like you have said the same thing a thousand different times, I want you to remember that there is a really, really good chance, Casey, that a year ago, you probably saw this class. I'm not kidding you. I believe that there's a 70% chance you saw this class. You probably sat through this class already. Same class but you're open and listening to it in a different way because whatever you did in the past brought you to this point. There is three M's when it comes to creating content for your marketing. The message, what is Casey saying? The messenger, who is Casey? And the method, are you doing a blog post, an Instagram post, are you doing a video, or are you doing a reel? And if we use just basic math, Casey, basic math, I don't know how many Instagram followers you have, but because I'm not good at math, I'm going to say you have 100 followers. If Instagram is showing your content to 4% of your followers, you could put out a video and four people see the video. And the next week, at a different time, if you shared the same message, four different people would see it. And it's all new to them. So the thing that we have to remind ourselves with is even if we feel like we're saying the same thing, the message, the messenger, the methodology. I step into the fact that I speak about social media. And actually, if I taught this class in 2007, social media wasn't around, I would talk about blogging. And you want to know in 2023, when social media is abolished and the next thing is out there and it's free, watch me talk about that. If they said, join the circus, ride two horses and sing a kazoo and you'd get your business, watch me buy two horses. I just do what I need to do to grow my business. I'm going to keep on saying it. And in 2023, I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you buy two horses. I share what I know. And Casey, you need to share what you know, and you need to make it fresh for you. Because when you make it fresh for you, you start attracting other people who are like, I like that version of fresh. That's so awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so, so, so much. And I hope to see you on the inside of Social Curator. Nikki, where are you at? Thank Queen. I'm oh, here. Can you hear me? <laughs> Hi. Hi there. You look gorgeous, by the way. Okay, so we're in London and we have a, a luxury brand. It's made in the UK. It's expensive. 
the brands that we compete with or we are benchmark or sandwiched in between are quality brands. They are doing amazing stuff. I come from a marketing background. I don't have the budgets that I used to have when I worked in the corporate world. So what do I do? I don't have money for video. You talk a lot about photography and stuff. I can get the photography. I just need to get my ass into gear with a plan. But how do I compete on the, on the video side? Well, do you have it together for photos yet, Nikki? I'm, I'm getting there. We're, we're like two months in and we're starting to turn around proper photo shoots with quality imagery. Okay. Um, so I can do that. I can do that now. So my honest answer is you're being concerned with the next thing without really focusing on the current thing. I do believe that photos are going to pay back dividends because they can use them in different ways for various marketing collateral, whereas video is powerful, but it's limiting to what you can use for it. So I would first use your proper photos to understand what's resonating with your market before you dive deep into video because video costs more and it takes more time. However, if you're like, no, Jasmine, I'm ready for video to which I respond. Okay. Do not pay for it yet because what Mark Zuckerberg and the gods that be at Instagram and Facebook have given us is a videographer in our pocket. And you say, no, Jasmine, but see, I'm luxury. We're sandwiched between very luxurious <laughs> brands. I am going to tell you that there are luxury brands who are trying to understand how to leverage TikTok and Reels. I am telling you that just because you use Reels does not mean that you're isolating from a luxury market at all. You can have a reel that doesn't have a person in it. But imagine being at a photo shoot and you have the photographer behind the scenes. The photo shoot could look really cool. People love behind the scenes. And so you could have a 15 second reel that is three seconds behind the scenes, three seconds of the photographer, three seconds of the model jumping while holding, I'm assuming, what is this, a bag, shoes, what are we selling? It's a long line, gilet. Oh, snap, <laughs> even better. That's going to kill on a reel. I mean, that's just going to kill on a reel. But having like, having a little like film noir, you can have, you can go to Instagram, look at filters, look under film noir filters, film three seconds of the photo shoot. And then at the very end, showcase a photo or on, as the photographer shooting, you can go to what he or she was shooting and you can just have a video of some of behind the scenes photos. You have created a reel that doesn't betray the luxury brand behind the scenes and somebody's watching a commercial of how you're creating content for your luxury brand. I think that that would kill. And if people okay. respond to it, then, then you know, I need to hire a videographer to do quick sizzle reels for the content up for the things that we're selling. But I sure. just wouldn't invest in a, in a videographer right now. I just wouldn't understand what your marketing needs before you can justify the cost. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Hi there. Hi. Um, I'm an illustrator and uh, I have worked as a, a children's face painter for 15 years and I was teaching art. Well, my face painting got canceled. My art classes got canceled. And so I've redirected my efforts into my online art sales because I've been illustrating all my life. So um, I, I was curious, how much do you want to tease on your work in progress without giving the whole cow away for free? You know what I mean? Well, Mary, that's beautiful. But without giving the cow away for free, hold on, prepare your heart, because I'm out here mooing. 
like a freaking cow. Mary, I'm showing you everything. I am telling you my whole process. I am not saying I'm going to show you 30%, but if you want more, join social security. I didn't. I was like, this is what I do. This is what works. This is how we are seeing massive changes in results. People aren't here being cool on social media. They're saying, Jasmine, I have a thousand followers. I just broke six figures this year. If I am going to invest in what it is that you do, you can show me all the things that you do. And I always believe that one of three things happen. I share everything I know all the time because number one, 1% of the people who are on this live class, Mary, 1% of the people will actually take my system and be able to do it on their own. I wish them out. They're going to kill it. There's going to be around 10 to 15% of people who will try it. They're going to give it their best and they're going to get tired after a month or two. And they're going to say, man, that Jasmine, she has it right. Next time she opens, I'm going to join then. And then over 70% of people, they just want to see, does she know what she's talking about? Because I don't have the time and the energy to do it. So Mary, when people see you do what you do, guess what? 1% of them, the, of the artistic people who follow you, are going to do it on their own. And there's about 10% who's like, Mary showed me how to do a cat. I'm going to try doing a cat. And they're going to realize that the cat looks like a liger. And they're going to be like, this is not cute. And then there's going to be the vast majority of people who say, I can never do what Mary does. I got to buy it. You got to show everything. That's what I believe. I don't believe that you can outgive God. I believe that good begets good, period. And a small group of people are going to pay you for what you do. And the more people you speak to, that percentage gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I have shown up for six months sharing everything I know, knowing that, Mary, 2% of the people who watch are going to buy. And it doesn't stop me. And I don't want it to stop you either. Thanks. I, I appreciate that feedback. I really do. Because that's been like a big question, right? how do I keep from stuff just stealing my work? You know, people, it's hard to know where, where, how much do you throw yourself out there? Right? Yes. But Mary, I'm going to speak to something that might rub you the wrong way. I believe that we have all been given a particular skill or talent or a gift. If you agree that you have a gift and I believe you do, people can't rob you or steal of your gift because all you're gonna do is create more. I am unafraid when people take the thing that I put out because it's the fire underneath me that says, you can't keep up, that's just it. And if I say, take what I have, it's a gift and I share it, nobody took anything from me, I happily gave it because I'm standing in my purpose. And I want you to know that a small group of people will see what you're doing and will invest in it because it's a gift that you are giving away that people wanna support. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope to see you on the inside, queen. Welcome back. I hope you loved this raw coaching session and were able to take away different elements of Jasmine's advice and apply them to your own business. If you enjoy the Jasmine Star Show as much as I do, please leave an iTunes review. Thanks for welcoming me into your earbuds today, and the whole team looks forward to reading your review. Jasmine, we'll talk to you soon.